This week on Dice Boys. That's how you have to do covers. Yeah, yeah that's how you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's the only way you're going to get any respect in this business. I agree. Also, your cover that's like the original is just going to be worse than the original. Yeah, why? Yeah, exactly. Can't be like, done. Why? Why are we doing just this? Why are you do doing it? that? Yeah, yeah, stop. It doesn't need to be done. If you want to play it like for fun in your room, do that do all it. fucking day. Yeah, I mean... When in doubt, just don't scat, cut a know? record. Just no, scat. No. no, no, don't scat ever. No, scat. Stop, stop. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, because no one Scatting's recorded anything. Yeah. originals as scats. You know, except the scat man. That except for the scat man. Awesome. Yeah, I actually think every instance of somebody scatting is something original. Isn't that kind of like the whole? It is kind of the thing whole. of exactly. scatting. What do you exactly? That's how you make an original cover. I thought you were saying no scatting <laughs> that, because it's no, not no, original. I think everybody no, Brett, else Brett, at the table yeah. is saying no scatting. Brett's for it. Brett's okay, saying yes for scatting. scatting. <laughs> yeah. Got it. As a cover. Oh, well, when you wait, put wait. it that way, it's even worse. Wait, give me an example of what do you mean yeah. by like scatting, scatting a cover. Like, what do you mean? I'm sorry. Give us an example. Yeah, give us an example. Scatting a cover? Just, yeah. Just, off the top of your head. Just off the top of your head. I've never heard a cover of Stairway to Heaven scatted. You know? Yeah, okay, let's hear it now. Yeah, start. On, One, I two, three, don't know start. That song very well. And go. Okay, that's a, pick that's a song a, you know. Uh, What's your favorite song? Thank you. Oh, that's a that's a hard one, man. What's one of your top ten songs? Give us any top ten songs. Uh, Jesse's girl. Okay, scat it now. Start scatting. Do da 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 do. See, this is why. Do da 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 do. Jesse is a burn. No, that's not no, scatting. No, those are words. Those you have to words. do only scatting. Oh, no, you gotta scat and sing. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh, it's no, not instrumental scat. It, it just gets it's worse not every instrumental time. scat. Every time you add more detail, it gets worse. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's just your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It might be a popular fair, opinion, fair but I'm only hearing it out of your mouth. Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here, and thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. You all are the best, and we really appreciate you. Um, the players are about to take the ball from me and run with it. So <laughs> let's uh, let's recap a couple quick things, and, and then let's just let them get into it. Uh, last time, our players adeptly navigated a surprise confrontation with some rat folk, one of which Dodge knew from his past. Before any blood was shed, the rat folk escaped out the back and down a well, leaving behind no trace of where they went other than a note that said to meet behind the darkened corner. And once the dust had settled, an exhausted Horatio went into more detail about the obstacles our heroes may face in attempting their heist for the Astral Serum not the least of which being a surveillance system run by a private security firm called Schumann & Schumann, and a lock code that changes daily and is known only by a gnome named Fomble and his human assistant, Derek. Absolutely not Derek, 100% Derek. After a sleep spell from Yon Yon, uh, Horatio finally fell asleep, prompting our heroes to head out to the city and do some recon. Uh, the shenanigans are about to be in full effect. So let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Ooh. 
laying on the ground is the passed out form of Horatio. And you all have decided that you're going to go to town. Uh, and you were going to leave him a note. Matthias, what is this note going to say? It is going to say, gone into town for information. Love you should tears. be fine, question mark. <laughs> Love the boys. <laughs> yeah, you should be fine, question mark. All right. Great. So, yeah, you go to tuck that note under his arms, his sleeping body, under his hands. His hands are on his chest. Is he sleeping like a corpse? Yeah, he's sleeping like a vampire. A vampire. He just, so. yeah. And you go to tuck it into his hand. As you do so, you notice something that none of you had noticed before. He is, in fact, a vampire. Uh, uh-oh. You uh, solved Twist. it. Roll for you initiative. Solved it. His collar starts to pop way too hard. Yeah. You're like, whoa. He just sits up. No, you notice on his left hand, this is largely because he's always been, he's always had these gloves on. To, to control the reins of this giant creature. So uh, now that y- you have the gloves... Which I'm still wearing. Okay. Great. You notice that on his left hand, kind of right above his thumb, is a, a tattoo of a strange symbol. It's three lines intersecting. Um, there's one vertical line, and then another line that cuts in at like 30 degrees to that. And then a longer line that cuts in at like 45 degrees to the vertical line. So it's kind of like a star. It's Yeah, it's kind of almost like an asterisk a for, little bit, but the, like a gnarly punk, looking asterisk. For the punks out there, it kind of looks like a dead Kennedy's. It does kind of look like it. Yeah, it it like does that. look like the K on a dead Kennedy's logo. Yeah. Like the DK. But uh, yeah, there's just these three lines intersecting. Oh. That's uh, tattooed above his hand or above his thumb on his hand. The size of a quarter. Um, so you tuck the note in. Unless there's anything else you guys wanted to do, we'll uh, head to town. We'll head into the city of the Port of Legs. Let's get out of here. Yeah, this this estate, humble as it is, this little this little farmstead is about a 10 minutes walk from the wall, the gates of the city proper. And uh, as you are walking down the long drive back to the Coastway Road, and there's tons of travelers moving toward the city and it gets more and more dense as you get closer there's little shanty towns and like and you can see the walls the walls of the city are ancient and at this point you can envision that at one point centuries ago these walls were probably grand uh, about 20 feet high but it they're so old and ancient they're they're crumbled down and basically left as decoration more than anything it's not very functional they have been built up uh, rebuilt to their ancient glory um, right surrounding the main gate as the Coastway Road tumbles into the city. And this main gate is massively wide. It's 25 feet wide, give or take. You all kind of approach this city in, in, in this increasing density, and even just standing outside the main gate that leads from the Coastway Road into the city, you are you're kind of made aware all of a sudden of how how small your life has been in contrast to this massive, indifferently moving of the world. Like, the world's just been moving uh, at a massive scale, and this, the, the size of this city and everything around it is, is bringing this to light. Like, Clifftide, where you're from, it, uh, for all its pleasantry, is it's small potatoes 
compared to a giant port city like like the Port of Lakes. All around you, people of all races and sizes and economic classes, intentions and motivations as unique and varied as the stars. They just move past you with rarely a glance even of acknowledgement. And this visual wash of people is intensified by the accompanying sounds and smells. Uh, Just the, the heavy breathing of beasts of burden, the creak of carriage wheels, the periodic clink and clank of armor and weapons, the smell of mud and breath and bodies and sweat, all carried on the sea, the salty sea air. Um, You are, as you stand here, you feel invisible, essentially, at the edge of a city that is itself, much like you all, overflowing with anticipation and excitement and purpose. What do you do? It is approaching noon. It's approaching midday. I got half a mind to go see about some jimpies. What was that? Go see about some jimpies. Get some of that good food. Yeah, well, if you go, I want to go with you. Yeah. Yeah, to remind you, uh, when we did the city building, Dodge. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I know. Okay. (laughs) Jimpies kebabs. Yeah, yeah. Yanya doesn't know that, though. Okay. I could eat. Uh, maybe it would give us a good opportunity to formulate a plan. Yes, no, sustenance sounds like a very uh, a necessary thing for the, the journeys that we were just on. It's important to get our legs under us before we venture into the city as well. What kind of food do they serve at this gym piece? Oh, they got kebabs. I don't <coughs> know what that is, but uh, I heard it's amazing. Ke- kebabs? I- That's right. So you have not uh, been to this establishment? No, I, he- I heard about it from uh, from an old buddy. I, Is this I mean, the one that you uh, had an experience with? Oh, no, not TP. He's a rapscallion. Oh. Oh, okay. They always have too a much really long him. line at Jimpy's. And, uh, you know, I'm not much for waiting in line. Or I would have gone too. But yeah, the reviews are good. <laughs> I'm just going to... I, I want to go with you. Absolutely. I'm just going to put on my uh, my disguise, my pirate disguise. What? Uh, what? Do you feel like that will give you a lower profile? No, I just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, look at this port. There's tons of sh- tons of semen everywhere, and okay. tons mm-hmm. of. Oh God! All right. Well, listen. <laughs> well, tons you of pirates. Go home, Dad. I just. Is this a, I want to look like a local. Uh, well, is this I mean, a joke? I, I want to blend outfit, in. So, if you dress up and you are in disguise then don't we all have to be in disguise no hang on, hey, listen pal is it your first time in a big city N- no this is a relevant <laughs> question no uh alock you came to clifftide from the town uh, or gold- the city of goldcrest goldcrest which yeah. is another large port city on the southern edge of the continent you guys are basically close to the northwest edge which is where the the coastway road ends it ends up north here at the Port of Legs, and it ends down south at uh, Goldcrest. Yeah, and so I will out- take out of my pack a bandana and tie it around my head like a pirate or a mechanic or, you know, prison mic style. Oh, God. Those are all interchangeable. Paths, <laughs> <laughs> and and then I'm going to put on a white lace 
kind of like frilly shirt. That's it. That's all I have in just, my disguise you know, pack. On my, if you refer to my character sheet, you will see <laughs> a disguise pack. <laughs> frilly lace shirt. What, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Uh, A-Lock, I thought... I, Do you want to put I a wooden leg on, too? Or? No, that, <laughs> yeah, the hook I didn't my running. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is really minimalist. Listen, buddy, I uh, know, I mean, all right, I'm, I see you're it's a... Very I see you're a city slicker, just like, you know, I all these I could be a cowboy people. if I tie it around my neck. You well, know? I mean, you're you're blending in so much with everybody else, so you should probably stand like fifteen or twenty feet away from us because yeah. like, we <laughs> you don't. don't that is a here, really, so. really. Good that would probably idea. be a really good idea for you. But to I'll look like, like I'm your t- tour guide. To be fair, he did this in front of us, in front of everybody else as well. So <laughs> they all saw it. Well, so you know, I do. We are A-Log guilty by here. association. You know, we are here on a particular. Uh, Mission. We might not want to be drawing attention to ourselves as a bunch of outsiders. Listen, you know, maybe this is a big city. I mean, people from other cities might be here visiting. You know, like you on see a, all on these a people here. Getaway. These people are not looking at you. They're going about their business. Well, if you I hope they don't wear, look at me. If you want to wear your cool costume, that's great, man. Do that for you. But that's the only person that's going to. Yeah, that's well, that's fine. Notice. I wasn't saying you guys had to. I was just telling you what I was going to do. I'm hungry. Let's go get some kebabs. All right. Now that's that's wisdom right there. All right, so uh, no one seems to care or notice that Alok is changing his outfit right in front of the city gates. Um, you do notice as you walk in, there are uh, a couple of the city guard, which is known as the Palisade, and they're dressed in their. Um... I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> the Palisades, bro. That's why they call it the Palisades, bro. <laughs> yeah. I cannot. <laughs> I can't not hear that when I you know. say that word. Let's go. It's too good. Um, and uh, yeah, they're dressed in. Uh, kill us all, you Clark. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you you want to do one more, dude? Uh, <laughs> they're dressed in. Uh, Everybody's waiting for it. I can. It. I, no? I mean, okay, very, very tight uh, and uh, well cut uh, dark blue leather with the emblem of the Palisade, which is a uh, light blue wave with a orange. Uh, cresting sun. Fans or will also know sun. that a palisade is a wall. Yeah. And they uh also the name of my elementary school. So. <laughs> they don't they don't they're just kind of eyeing everyone that comes in and out of the gate, which is a, a lot of people coming in given the uh, upcoming celebration, the arrival of this delegation from Akora, uh the continent to the north. So you guys step into the city and similar to the amount of people and the varied um, uh, types of people you just see businesses buildings of all sizes and shapes it's it's almost claustrophobic in a way and um i would imagine maybe even for, for you matthias especially well no you're you're you have a lot of city experience oh no this is actually wonderful to be back in a big city with a lot of people like yeah. i am so happy to see mm-hmm. the whole array that i'm used to from Goldbridge. that mm-hmm. like i have I'm tired of just normies in Cliftide. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of this rich. City has like a more like jungle feel. To <laughs> yeah, it, right? no, like like I can see some... normies over there. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they're all going to breweries and shit. Like, no, I <laughs> basic like, Brian's. <laughs> yeah, in, in gentrifying <laughs> neighborhoods left and right. Yeah, no. <laughs> no offense to anyone named Brian, though, for real. Um, you uh, and you do Brian. you do know? I feel like that's more of a Bryce uh, move. And in yeah. in in Matthias, I think this gels well with what you're saying. Uh, what Alok had said about what he knows about this city is that like you can get 
in, like his brother Raph had told him, like you can get any anything here, like you just you just need to know, like it, it basically, like the way the the feeling that you get when you walk into this city, everything is functioning well, every, like everyone's moving with a purpose, and but it, it does feel like to use a metaphor that's a little real to me right now, it feels like like when somebody had an old house that has a floor that has asbestos in it. And instead of like taking that floor out and getting rid of this like toxic material, they're just like, yeah, let's just put a new floor in over top of it. It Seal it it in. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like whoever came in and cleaned up this city a couple decades ago, really just kind of put a new shine on it. And under like underneath is that old fucking gross wallpaper of just corruption. Mm. And so you guys, you uh, Matthias, you know that like this, this is a place where, despite the kind of quotidian movings of everyone around you, there's still like there's an edge to it. There's, there's it's a five dollar word for you. Word of the day. Yeah, some change for that. <laughs> so you guys make your way um, up the main road uh, toward uh, the center of town, and there's. Uh, in the center of town, it's about a quarter mile in. Um, there is a huge. Um, it's not a city square. It's called. It's called the city round. Um, it, it's like the the hub of a wheel, and in the center of that is a giant fountain with a, a big a big pool of water. And pouring into this pool of water is a there's a floating stone bowl over the water. And it's just con- uh, constantly pouring water into this pool. Like that Zendikar Island? Yes, exactly like the Zendikar Island. Where's the Thank water you. coming from? <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is, this is the main round of the city. And then you kind of head toward the, you head toward the docks westward. And where Biggle, mm-hmm. you've been here before. Mm-hmm. You know where Jimpy's is. You take everyone to Jimpy's. And as you predicted, there's a bit of a line. You, you guys... guys have to try the habanero sauce. I've heard uh, it's new since the last time I was in the uh, port of legs, <laughs> but I've been waiting and waiting to. So do you want to like you like hear about it? Yeah, did you tell us that you did not eat here because the line was too long? But I, now you're raving about the habanero sauce. Well, listen, I like to keep up on the local cuisine, and uh, you know, through my. L- periodicals and whatnot that comes through i like to stay up on culture so i've read some good things about oh, the culture of jimpies jimpies <laughs> not sorry jimpies <laughs> my apologies um i mean to offend so you guys stand in line for a while and there's uh, there are a number of tourists uh or people that seem like out of t- from out of town and they're how many ba- pairs of open-toed shoes are there <laughs> <laughs> we're really playing some high stakes D right now here guys <laughs> Listen, you said you were along for the ride. I am along for the ride. Uh, after about half an hour, the line's moving pretty fast, and um, you can hear... <laughs> after about half an hour? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. No, that's hey, fast. Dude, for, Jimmy's uh, is crowded. This is the guy, the DM who just complained about the high-stakes DM we're playing, made up on half an hour line at the fucking food restaurant that we made. <laughs> Kebab spot. These are your steaks, Blake. Yeah. You, you made them. them. <laughs> Hey, I'm just I'm just saying yes. I'm just saying yes. Okay, great. you know I'm saying yes and. Yeah. Listen, I'm about to get two lo- two orders here. <laughs> it's two taking orders? too damn long. 
<laughs> yeah, one for now, one for later. I think that's a good plan. Yes, no, I believe it's Alok. You should get at least four orders because you're going to need them later. Some pocket kebabs. We all know that Alok's going to eat them all at once. What's the per diem on this uh, mission? I don't here? like to be told what I'm going to do. <laughs> Really? Oh, sorry, sorry do, wrong. Is there, is there a uh, different names that we would like to uh, refer to you as in oh, this yeah. uh, get-up? Boy, I mean... Boy. Do you have a fake <laughs> eye patch on, too? No, I don't have a fake okay. eye patch. <laughs> Just the bandana. Yeah. No. All right. Um, and the puffy shirt. And the puffy pirate shirt. <laughs> like an episode of Seinfeld. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, My pirate name will be... Think about it real hard. Yeah, really. Think no. The longer you think about it, the better. You know it's what? Yeah. We're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> better it's week, going guys. to have to be. Yeah. yeah. See you next week. Brett's got to think about this. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be uh... part two. <laughs> Last week on Dice Boys. This is, this is how Dice Boys ends. <laughs> My Brett, pirate. <laughs> pirate name. Nope. This is just gonna be the intro for the episode. <laughs> okay. Really. Yeah. All of it. No, what you can call me is is uh John. That's that's a pretty good pirate name if you ask me. I've heard a lot of pirates were named that. Where did you hear that? Um you know, you hear things when you're when you're walking the streets. I know the type of things that I hear. <laughs> None of which has ever been a pirate named John. But hey, listen, buddy. Like I said, hey, if I you knew, want me to call you John, just for you, that's fine. I'll do that hey, for you. Buddy. I knew tons of Johns when I lived in um, Goldcrest. I gotta you ask know? you something. And, Are you? You see, uh, you see uh, as you're, you see uh, some people coming out, and there's uh, there's a human man that's like taking a bite. He has this little tray, and he's taking a bite of this steaming kebab. And he's like, "Oh my god, it's so spicy! I shouldn't have got, I shouldn't have gotten the habanero. It's oh man, it's, wow, it's really spicy." Habanero fan on the board. Look out. <laughs> yeah, man. You'll, you'll be up there soon. Who are you? <laughs> this man is John. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually you guys get up. You guys get up to the front counter. And it's just like this really rickety small room with a um, a single board hanging over uh, the, the front counter. And there's this young... Uh, human teenager working there uh and he's got pimples on his face and he says welcome to jimby's kebabs home of the famous jimpy jam stick uh what can i get for you oh uh hey this is our first time here we came all the way uh from clifftide uh just to try your kebabs uh, we're not really sure what we should get what's your favorite thing on the menu oh my god, oh god. <laughs> he's, he's karen over here yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I like the surf and turf slam kebab. Uh, that, well, that sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take one of those. And uh, what I, you have a, a hot the habanero? Uh, we'll try one of those. All right, and, you got to uh, sign this release form because they're really spicy. Uh, I got it. Give it to me. I'll sign. And I I signed John. Okay. John T. Pirate. And he, he rings <laughs> he, he rings this little bell that's hanging next to him. He's like, one habanero hot, hot champion here at the counter. Uh, Could we get what, four uh, Jimpy specials and... Uh, you mean, do you mean the Jimpy Jam Stick? Yeah, or? the Jimpy Jam Stick. And uh, do you have like a house sauce maybe that we could get on the side? Yeah. Ranch? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ranch. What is a, what is a ranch sauce? 
<laughs> Could I was you explain this ranch randomly sauce more culinary, to me, but Ranch is fine. Uh, all right, so you guys place your orders. I, I mean, I was yeah. in the middle yeah. of that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what's our What's our order number? Really? Oh <laughs> 421. 421. And what number you are they You just dodged on? that bullet. They're on 418. Hey, Blake, describe the D&D number order sign that they have at this <laughs> restaurant for me, please. Is it like... is uh, Are there like pictures of the food everywhere? Or That's is it like just for. like they have it written just, on... Like I would assume they're drawings. Board. Like they're drawings yeah. of the food? No, it's just... Uh, painted uh, it's a painted hand painted sign like with hand lettering mm. uh, brushed on there's a kid wearing like a big kebab hat yeah, hell yeah let's go with that yeah, yeah let's just really it's, the, it's, picture, it's, it's it's like a beanie with mm. a stick coming out oh, of it and a, a fake foam piece of meat no the, yeah, the beanie is like a big of piece it. of meat with a stick how tall <laughs> it's like yeah, a cheese head how tall is the bean yeah. like is it like like hot dog on a stick at the mall Height? It, no, dude. You more guys obnoxious. Envision, yeah, <laughs> more so obnoxious. They yeah. do all the like food broom to go, handle, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's no we, seats in this yeah, tiny little kiosk okay. of a place. Yeah, and you guys, you guys get your food, and it is absolutely delicious. Uh, who got mm-hmm. the habanero? Uh, guys, this. Roll a Constitution check for me. Oh, there, I'm chief. definitely munching on that too. Okay, so. anyone that got the habanero, roll some Constitution. Why not? Let's get some dice rolls on this kebab. Uh, 13. It's a 15. All right, yeah. It's spicy as fuck, but oh, yeah. you're handling it. Sweaty. Yeah. And uh, you, you're you walking on this... Um, you're, you're basically in the kind of commercial area of the docks at this point. Um, you can see off to your west the masts of ships swaying against the ocean horizon you can hear the creak of the boardwalk boards as people walk and traverse the various businesses here you can hear the seagulls and you actually looking up in the sky you can see occasionally flying by on hippogriffs Mm. on these big winged creatures are members of the palisade occasionally flying by in the sky (sighs) Well, now that we've all um, satiated ourselves, why don't we maybe make our way to the guild? Uh, do do we, we want to go directly there to steal the serum? No, but I mean, I think posting up out, uh, outside and watching what happens might help us. That sounds incredibly suspicious. It does sound a little suspicious, but... Why don't we... We should, we should uh, case, the, case the joint? Is that what you say? Why don't we uh, come up with a uh, rough plan here on the boardwalk where... The noise pollution around us will hide our plans, and then uh, maybe a small group of us will go and case the joint, as you say. Yeah, we could check out the market and, like, walk down the aisles and, like, look like we're blending in. Yes, well, uh, John John T. Pirate here, uh, I believe, is uh, very noticeable. So if he were to go and case the joint... That guy didn't even look at me. That guy didn't look at me either. No, I, I understand what you're yes, saying. Yes, no. Uh, we should come up. Let's just throw some things at the wall and see what sticks. What kind of guild is this again? Uh, it's like a tinkerer's guild. Uh, you know, kind of. Uh... So, yeah, Biggle, you would know that uh, the Wrenchworks Guild is known. I, they A lot of what they come up with, they keep to themselves for whatever reason. But a lot of what a handful of the things that they come up with, they kind of 
they volunteer them to yeah. the world. They kind of they come yeah. up with inventions. Uh, one of one of the things that they're best known for is the. Um, if you remember when you went into Amadeus's house, and there was Toby that rubbed wand. the prestidigi- pre- the prestidigitation wand that fan. basically like cleaned a, you before fan. you. Yeah. Why don't you just uh, roll up on in there and get a pamphlet or whatever? See about what they, you know, what that situation is. Oh, I mean, I would happily check out the Wrench Workers Guild. I've been meaning to stop by for ages. Well, there you go. That's all you got to tell. I mean, I was thinking that uh, maybe we could try and infiltrate the security group, the Schumann and Schumann. They might need extra help, considering there is a delegation coming. We could try and get in with them and be our sleeper agents. That sounds like a great start. Uh, Why don't you spearhead the (laughs) sleeper agent campaign, and I will uh, take a tour of the wrench workers. So, uh, John T. Pirate, would you like to come with me to uh, join the uh, Schumann and Schumann? Yeah, we can can work on our backstory. I got some really good ideas. I have a perfect Jesus. idea for my backstory already. So let's go. Okay, let's go. I'll make it up. Don't worry. I'm going to not go with them if that's all right. Yeah, we Me don't too. intend you to. Yeah, okay. It's fine. Matthias and Alok are going to try to find Schumann and Schumann, the private security service that um, runs basically the the quote-unquote video surveillance at the Wrenchworks Guild. Mm-hmm. And Horatio had told you guys that they basically have these magical gems of seeing placed throughout the guild that relay information to this private security observation company. So you're going to go try and find that. What uh, What are the Yon Yon, Biggle, Dodge, what What are you all thinking? Going to the Wrenchworks Guild. Okay, so Biggle, you're going to go to the Wrenchworks Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yon Yon, yeah. what, what are you leaning toward? Uh, I'd probably go with Biggle. I'm, you know, okay. I'm a wizard. This, sh- this shit's fascinating to me, too. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. I'm racking um, my brain trying to figure out where I might run into TP. Okay. You would know that rat folk don't hang out much on the surface, especially during the day. So running into him isn't very likely. You would have to kind of know what kind of place they would go to. How about hmm, how about an insight roll? Oh, I got these good dice over here. Yeah, you're rolling Trevor's dice. It's not, it's not about the dice, man. It's, it's, it's really about not. the roller, yeah, apparently. Yeah. That's a, is that a single-digit roller? It's a common misconception. Yeah, um, it's a 10. Okay. Uh, with a 10 on insight, you know, if you're going to have any chance of encountering uh, TP or any other rat folk, uh, you're going to have to, at the very least, find a sketchy part of this city. Certainly, GPs can't be too far from the sketchy part of town. <laughs> You are on the docks, right? You, but you're kind of in the uh, the more you're in what's called the upper docks, which is kind of the more commercial and touristy area with a nice boardwalk and a lot of you know dockside businesses. Is there a lower docks? There is a lower dock. I would like to head there. A lot more of the industrial shit in this yeah. town happens where tourists don't really tend to wander. Yeah, I'll go there. Okay, so that that's going to be southward of where you guys are. So, so what's uh, everybody's? Done with their things. We'll meet back here in a couple hours. Meet back at Jimpy's? Yeah. For some... Uh, five or six hours? Round two, baby. Yeah. I can Did get you already eat all of yours, a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I like that was like a lie. <laughs> yeah, either like a lie or like later, like no, I was lying. Yes, I mean it. See, it seems to me that uh, this is kind of a phase one. Um, so maybe some things we could find in the evenings that we could not find during the day. Yeah, like don't don't dive too heavy into it. Like there's don't just, commit to anything. Yeah, don't either. <laughs> just gather information. Don't turn into a fucking tiger and make a big deal of things. Just well, I mean, there. turning into a tiger is my choice at any time. So I... right, but just don't just just. Don't commit, okay? <laughs> to myself? Is this is this what you are proposing? Well, why don't we set a loose timeline? Like, let's be back here for dinner in four hours. No, but if there are going to be body rules associated with this timeline... It's his body. I, I, it's not a body rule. It's just an Thank example. you, Ava. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to not go fucking AWOL. Well, it's less of a body it's rule and more of like a... Think, think, you know, when you, get out of hand. when you get in that... Form Dodge here already gone. What I can guarantee you is that Adok uh, will be hungry in about uh, two hours, which is about three hours before we will be meeting here. So we will definitely be back. Fair, great, awesome. All right. So the plan is to everyone's going to do some recon, and you guys are going to meet back here at Jimpy's in four to five hours. Sure. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Okay, great. And Yon Yon and Biggle, you're going to check out the Wrenchworks Guild. Dodge, you're going to meander down into the lower docks to see what kind of trouble you can get into. And Alok and Matthias, you're going to head to Schumann and Schumann. See if you can't scope out how, at the very least, this private security firm functions. Great. So as everyone parts ways and you can hear the creaking of boats in the water their masts swaying, the water splashing up against the dock, and just the the buzz, the atmosphere of everyone walking around in the city. Dodge, you make your way out of this slowly tapering off from this kind of, you know, family-friendly, this PG rating reality, and it's very quickly, uh, or not very quickly, but it, as... It, the more you walk, it becomes more PG-13, and then, and then you're getting into the R, and... Getting into R? There's just people You don't have to put on a red line! <laughs> um, as walking around, fucking arms mixing. <laughs> what happened to you? Oh, you know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> you don't have to wear that dress tonight. Yeah. You hear your dagger <sighs> speak to you. Neil Achleim. And he says, We are being followed. She is following us. Like us? Like the royal us? Or like us, you and me? You and me. We are a team, Dodge. Right. No, no, yeah. I mean, but, but what I'm saying is like right now, or like she's following the group. She is behind us right now. I can sense her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find an alleyway. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just gonna like, <clears throat> I'm gonna take a little. Like, I'm gonna take a minute. You know what I mean? Just gonna walk for a little bit and try to get a sense of like where she is behind me. Maybe try to find some streets that aren't as crowded and just listen for footsteps, and then make a hard right turn somewhere. Okay, yeah, uh, you're heading south, so it would actually be a left turn. 
in, cool. in, into the, an alley because to your right is basically like the ocean. Okay. Um, and yeah, amidst the the sweaty laboring of dock workers and the industrial movements of the city, you meander through. And contrary to how it was standing at the city gates, where nobody seemed to take mind of the fact that you were there, you are now getting a lot more looks. Like, you should not fucking be here. Like, you don't belong here. But but not long stares, like people are watching where you're going, just a lot of, like, dirty looks. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? You, with a heightened sense of almost paranoia, not you, almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, uh, you have the illusion of walking casually, and then you just dip into an alley, and you hide behind some old broken barrels that have been set out from the side door of what looks like maybe a, a local pub. I consider this woman somebody who set us up to be killed at this point. So my plan is okay. to try to grab her and... Basically, she's going to have one chance to talk me out of killing her. Okay. Like, I'm just going to grab her and put my... I want to grab her and, like, put my knife up to her throat. So, yeah, you you kind of hunker down behind these barrels. And you have... Your vision is framed by the buildings that create this alley. And it's this narrow frame that looks out over the ocean and... the waves are crashing and you can hear in the distance the yelling of dock workers and you can smell the tar of the ships and the fucking rotting fish carcasses in this alley and you're standing looking out between these two buildings waiting for somebody to step into your frame you don't see anyone you just see these occasional dock workers walk by but for a moment looking out the entrance of this alley you just get this kind of like just this sense and it's intensified by Neil Ahoim saying there she is she sees us While Dodge has meandered off and is having this moment in the alleyway, Yon Yon and Biggle, you have made your way to the Wrenchworks Guild, which is about a block away from the the round of the town round. Uh, it's kind of off the beaten path, but close enough where they get some tourist traction. And as you get closer, you see. Um, Occasionally, there are children that have a stick. Floating about two feet above the stick is just this bubble. It looks like maybe water. um, Or it looks like a giant soap bubble, the size of a balloon. Mm -hmm. And it's just floating in conjunction with this stick. They're not connected, but the kid holds the stick. Floating a foot or so above the stick is this little bubble. And, and, you know, they have their hands holding their parents' hands and their other hands, this little stick with the bubble. And they're, you know, uh, walking along Uh, all happy and joyous. I just don't understand why anyone would want to have one of these. A child? Yes. They're fucking annoying. (laughs) 
at that kid poorly doing magic over there. Like his parents were so impressed. He thinks he's so special because he can run around with a bubble on a stick. Yeah, I was reanimating fucking frog <laughs> tool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you guys get closer to the Wrenchworks Guild, and you can see that this uh, this building is basically um, uh, it looks like a almost a large house, and it has all these different chimneys poking up out of it with all this different smoke billowing out of these these rickety um kind of cut off at different angles some of them like metal pipes some of them brick all poking up out of the ceiling of this building and uh next to in attached to this house is a larger kind of boxy warehouse building the the house itself is appears to be one story from the street level the simple kind of steep roof the kind of box building attached to it is larger, taller, very basic rectangular building. In front of that kind of warehouse bit is a little courtyard that's gated off with wrought iron gate. You can see in that courtyard is a large giant boulder, giant decorative boulder. And there's a wagon that's parked with no creatures attached to it, just a simple coverless wagon some scraps of wood and scraps of metal kind of piled up off to the side and a large bay door leading into this warehouse bit off the courtyard there are some front steps leading up to a simple door of this house bit and there's people coming in and out of that bit occasionally every now and then you'll see a person come out and they're holding one of these sticks with this bubble floating above it. Hmm. And you get the sense that this is kind of like a uh, like a souvenir thing mm-hmm. that they give. Well, shall we go check it out? I'm ready. After you, Yan Yan. Oh. I'll skip in front of him, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All you got to do is walk up the stairs. Yeah, so yeah, you guys walk up the stairs and you go into this uh you go into this front door and you're in a uh a, Kind of small rectangular room, very intimate. There's a couple people milling around. There are, on the far wall as you walk in, there are portraits with little placards mm-hmm. underneath them of various people. And there's little display stands placed throughout the room with glass cases on top of them and various items in these glass cases. There is uh, to your right, in the back right corner of the room, is what looks like a, se- a security door leading off to something else. Mm-hmm. And hanging above that is about a uh, 10-inch diameter stone. It almost looks like glass, like faceted glass, but it, it has a green tint to it. Can you? Is the door open? No, the door is shut. Oh, okay. There is a small counter near that door, which is cluttered with a bunch of... Biggle, you immediately think like this is this looks like my that bench looks this counter looks mm-hmm. like something in my room. It's just mm-hmm. cluttered with a bunch of parts and bits. Mm-hmm. And sitting behind it on a stool is a gray-haired, balding, and big white bushy-bearded dwarf mm-hmm. with spectacles hanging on his large nose as he is turning a screwdriver at something in his hand. And he looks at you all and nods and smiles very kindly as you walk in, and there are some people milling about in here. What are you working on? 
And he says, Oh, thanks for coming in. Welcome to the Wrench Works Guild. I'm just working on a little music box here. Uh, a music box? That sounds pretty cool. Do you mind if I take a look? Oh, please. I'd be happy to show you. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I'm a bit of a tinkerer myself. Oh, are uh, you now? That's I, great. I've been wanting to come uh, stop through the Wrench Workers Guild for quite some time. Uh, I'm happy to finally make it. He says, well, we're happy to have you visiting. What's your name, sir? Uh, well, my name is Biggle. Uh, this is Yon Yon. Oh, wow. That's a fancy hat you have there, lad. I try. I uh, like your beard. Oh, thank you. I've been working on it, it seems like, for a while now. So, uh, are you the only one here? Or? Oh, we kind of take turns uh, sitting at the front. And, I, you know, I just I really enjoy seeing all the, all the Lee Willow Wee ones coming in and uh, taking in what we got going on there. So, um, everyone else is hard at work down well, below. You know, we were wondering. Uh, well, Yanni and I, we both, uh, we're both wizards. You know, we we oh, have a business. Oh, wizarding kind. Yes. We were hoping. Uh, I'd kindly ask you um, if you could know magic in here. Uh, I mean, okay, but okay, that's kind of a weird thing. But well, you know, just to keep everyone safe and comfortable. Sure. I mean, are I mean, people we're not like... unsafe people. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he kind of uh, pats his big round belly, and he says, "I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression. Uh, I'm happy to have you here. Uh, let, let me answer any questions you have." Well, I, what's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my name is Arvo. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Arvo. Listen, uh. Did you guys offer any sort of tour or like, I'm just so curious about what's going on here. I'd love to see the workshop and I just have oh. so many questions. <laughs> we don't let anyone <laughs> see what we got going on behind, but I'm happy to answer any questions I have about what we got on display here or what we do. On display. Hmm. That's not really what I'm interested in. So yeah, as you look around, you see you see there are a number of things mm -hmm. in these glass display cases. And I would like both of you to roll a perception check as he kind of gestures at everything. I rolled a 16. Okay. I rolled an 8. Biggle, you kind of take notice of the first thing that you see, which is two kind of egg large, uh, like almost ostrich egg sized metallic ornate, like with lots of filigree on them, mm -hmm. little eggs in a display case. They're both in the same case? Yes. There, I mean, there are a number of these sure. different sized kind of pedestal, sorry, uh, pedestal displays. Okay, question. Are the pictures on the wall associated with the things in the display case? Like, no, they're, they pictures of, they're pictures of people with little placards under them. Okay, but the things on display aren't like underneath each picture no got no it, got it, got it, got it. um got it. 
there, the, these pedestals are kind of placed periodically throughout the room. Sure. Uh, and the pictures on the wall are all on one part of the far wall. Sure. Yon Yon, you see a picture of this dwarf with a little placard underneath amongst all these other pictures. So I see that you're on the board there. He says, oh, yes, this is, uh, we tried to make ourselves known to the public. Everyone can know what we're doing. This is everyone that's active in the guild right now. And you see, as you're looking at this, Yon-Yon, that there is one spot that looks like a picture was maybe, like, hung at one point, but there's, like, damage to the wall. Mm. You know, I know you don't do any tours or anything, but we're both wizards of the academy, and you know we've both been thinking about changing lanes. Like, what about if we wanted to join your guild? Is there anything you could maybe show us for that? We're just both interested in what goes on here. Well, I'm trying to like persuade him, basically. Yeah, uh, persuade him to what? Like, show us what, like, you know, their work floor, what's kind of going on here. Okay. Like, let us get away from the touristy stuff. Okay. Like, okay, so thinking like, okay, if we're a chef and we're going into a restaurant, like, yeah. we're we don't want to we don't want to stick with a bubble on it. We just want to like hang out with the chef. Yeah, no, totally. I I totally get what you're saying. Right, right. Obviously, he's not just going to do that for us. Right, he's going to tell you. He says, "Well, we have a complicated um, um, application process, and you have to be recommended." By a current member of the guild. Oh, cool. Well, hey, actually, do you have a sample of your work on you? Uh, I do, actually. I was hoping that you could take a look at it and, uh, you know, make some recommendations. I figured I'd bring it down here. Uh, you know, I'm an aspiring, uh, well, I guess I'm uh, sort of a novice, but it's a hobby of mine. Here, take a look. And I pull out um, one of the dragonflies and put it on the desk. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twist. Wow. Uh he looks at it. Fucking weeps. <laughs> and he stops and he surveys the room. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at a certain display case mm-hmm. in the room. Oh shit. <laughs> Wherein? Uh-huh. You follow his gaze, Mm -hmm. and you see one of these dragonflies, Mm -hmm. like identical in a display case. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) I I guess there's always the probability that someone could come up with an idea the same as mine, but I just never thought I would see something like this. He doesn't respond, and he, he, he kind of sets his tools down very methodically mm-hmm. and sets down the music box that he's working on and he surveys the room a little bit more mm-hmm. he pushes up his spectacles <clears throat> clears his throat this is it this is really good work um yeah i you know i have a couple of uh, you made this yourself well yeah in my workshop you know i have a couple of things that i really need to troubleshoot uh if we could maybe step into a side room i could show you i feel uh, I'm honestly, yes, the craftsmanship is really nice, but I can't work through a couple of kinks. I'd really like a second opinion, uh, another set of eyes. Uh, and he, he looks at uh, 
the last few tourists, like this this family that's in the room that's milling around, and uh, they go to leave, and he says, "Oh, thanks for coming." <laughs> and the door kunk shuts, and he he picks up his screwdriver, fucking jams it right into the thing, and looks at you and says, "You're a fucking liar, and we need to talk." Why the hell would you do something like that? So we're gonna cut over to uh, Matthias and Alok. God. Yep. And we're both standing outside of Schumann and Schumann at this point. How did you even yeah, is, find... I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, yeah, let's back up. How did yeah. you know where to go? Cause well, it's on the awning. This, I mean, this is the a, neon sign. <laughs> it's, a big, it's, a, it's a big place, right? Like, decent-ish-sized place. Uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll throw you this bone. And say that well, you were like Schumann and Schumann. You always know where to go. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're never lost with Schumann and Schumann. Uh, I'll throw you this bone and say that so, you were yeah. at least able to ask someone yeah. at some point, and yeah. and eventually get directed to this place. Um, so, like, what what does the storefront look like? Like a good Schumann. It is a. <laughs> it is a. What looks like a three story. Um, boxy building rectangular building just nestled between a four-story building and a another three-story building just sandwiched yeah like like row style yeah row style and it has an awning over a, a double set of doors above the awning is a big long sign in illuminated green light that says <laughs> Schumann and Schumann. It's Bob's Burgers. It's a long name, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Bob's Burgers. Exactly, yeah. And uh, up in the third story, you can see a, a couple small rectangular windows with bars on them. But the most notable thing about this building, and it was noticeable as as you got directions to the place and started making your way there, you were like, oh, this is the fucking place. This is where to go. The most notable aspect of this building is on top of it, is a giant, what we would think of as like a radio tower, just Eiffel, like a small version of the Eiffel Tower, mm -hmm. poking up this crisscross metal framework thing with all these tubes coming down off of the top of it, where rests a giant green gem that's almost like reverberating. Modest structure. Mm. Yeah. Yes, not ostentatious in any way, shape, or form. I would like a perception roll from the two of you. Ooh, bad. So, 16? 16. As you stand in front of this building and you're looking around, you see that only a block away, also poking up above the rest of the buildings, is one of the many guard towers of the Palisade, one of their many headquarters scattered throughout the city. It's obvious to you as one of these hippogriff-riding city guard lands at the top of the tower. Little helipad up there? Yeah. So we're standing out in front, and mm -hmm. I think I'm trying to convince you to go with my idea of how we should go in there. And you're trying to convince me of your idea to go I, in there? I, it seems to me that uh, we should be maybe separate entities. 
you you uh, play your part, and I will play my part, and we will see who gets more information for this uh, re- reconnaissance mission. I think that's a great idea. Let's make it a competition, and, you know, you can try as hard as you want. I'm just going to let you know. I'm going to pull out all the stops. This sounds fine to me. Yes, I am absolutely competing with you for the most information. So, you know, just go right on ahead. How many points per information? Uh, Ten points per information. Okay, let's on. Yes, ten points. (laughs) (laughs) It's on. You you barrel in to the front door, A-lock, of Schumann and Schumann. Wait, wait, do you still have your puffy shirt on? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lace shirt. <laughs> and, 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 wait, wait. So you're still dressed like a pirate going into this. Yeah. Place. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to crack Sorry. open the door and I'm going to yell out, permission to come aboard. <laughs> and, and then I walk in. <laughs> so, you, so you don't wait for permission to come aboard. <laughs> it's an old joke. They know it. <laughs> Sailor those, jokes. One of those scenes. You wouldn't jokes. get it. Um, you <laughs> walk in. Security guards. Sailor <laughs> joke. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you walk in to a very large vaulted ceiling, incredibly sterile white room with up in the vaulted ceiling a large ceiling fan just whoo, turning whoo, whoo, very slowly. There is nothing in this room other than a single door at the back, a metal door, and sitting in front of that door on a chair, writing something on a piece of paper or something. You're not sure what. it. Basically, the, the fantasy equivalent of doing a crossword puzzle, it looks like. Sitting in the chair is a large female tiefling. This creature that has these tiny little horns poking out of her curly hair. She's in a nice, very nice uniform. She looks up and says, uh, permission granted, I guess. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, no need to get up. Um, you could just point me in the right direction. Um, I'm guessing it, the answer is through that door, but uh, I'm uh, a potential customer, and I, I like to talk to somebody on the sales floor. <laughs> you look like a pirate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, she says. Uh, she says. She looks you up and down. Just, uh, just coming to shore there, huh, sailor? Uh, yeah. Um, my my friends call me John. Um, my uh my crew call me uh Captain LeBron. John. I mean Captain LeJohn Abron. Um. <laughs> Dude, I um, I just I just made port here at uh, the Port of Legs. I'm uh, I'm from. <laughs> you can't even keep it going. Keep going. No, please keep going. Keep just... Roll. I just, just want roll. to point out how well my uh, model of the nonsense continuum <laughs> has done in describing the outcomes that this episode right. has produced. I um. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a wine salesman myself, and uh, I I just made port. Um, I'm in the harbor, uh, the corkscrew. Um, we uh, we help you get the wine flowing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah I, uh, talk about alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just kind of blinks at you. And uh, 
recently I, I've had a problem with a lot of people getting into my horde, and uh, I need to maybe update my uh, security system. I was thinking maybe you guys could help me. Okay, uh, Captain John, is yeah. it? I mean, if you want to be formal. <laughs> Your shirt's looking a little... Uh... Tight, yeah, yeah, I know. So... Well, I mean... Sea air didn't really get to that one, did it? No, as the captain, I do have first choice of food, so mm-hmm. all the jerky, you know. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> you... <laughs> What's okay. going to have to do with the sea air? Yeah, I'm not really just sure. Uh, yeah, I think it was a weight thing. Like he was saying, Misdirection. Like <laughs> keep keep feeding about the rope. Shirt. Keep feeding rope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she says, uh, and what would you say the name of your ship was? Uh, the corkscrew. The corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, where? Which, which harbor are you parked in? Or um, uh, are you docked in? We're in Dock B. Oh. So up in the private docks. I mean, yeah. I mean, I came here to, to help with the festival. The the the, uh, the celebration. <laughs> the celebration. So you're bringing the coronation, wine. You know? uh, that makes sense. You're bringing <laughs> wine for the arrival of the Akoran delegation. Exactly. I mean, during the day, it's all business. But at night... <laughs> The sky's the limit. We just <laughs> <laughs> popping bottles with models, you know. Sky's the limit. And you're looking for security for, for my your, private horde for your boat for the boat. Yeah. Oh, we don't do boats. Oh, Sorry, you know, I just need some sort of. We like, only uh, do buildings here uh, in the city. Oh, you know, I, I've. City looks Thanks great. for coming, though. Oh, sure. Okay, well, if you're not, if you can't help me, I understand, but. We don't do boats. Mm, okay. Yeah, playing hardball. You think I'm not for real. You think I'm not for real. I got galleons, my friend. What's, your, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> she says, uh. <laughs> you're just going to, like, a hardball approach. You have no, no court. Uh, she says, my name is, have a nice day. Oh, oh, yeah, and you too, yeah, okay, fine. And then I, I guess I walk out. Okay. And Slam I, the door behind me, though. Okay, what, what information do you bring to Matias to try to get information points? <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not going to share with him how it went yet. <laughs> well, they don't do boats. You found that yeah. out. Yeah. Um, well, they just, you know, I guess they don't specialize in maritime law in there. So they told me that I was. And I just walk right in as he's okay. like trying to describe it all. Okay. And you walk in to see this tiefling woman trying to sit down in her chair and then stands back up. No, I, I think she would take notice of you and go and sit down in her chair heavily and just say, Welcome to Schumann Schumann. How can I help you? Who, who was that uh, asshat that just walked out the door? He was uh, quite quite the scene, correct? That Well, that was 
Captain John, uh, Jean LeBron, something of the court screwery. LeJohn LeBron, just, just to be clear. That sounds about right. Uh, I, I have had uh, quite the journey getting here. Uh, I am, I'm mm-hmm. an adventurer. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can sense your skepticism. Um, mm-hmm. But I heard that there is a... Uh, there is a delegation coming to this place, and I am uh, without employment currently. Um, I figured that mm. you may need some additional security assistance. So I figured that I would come in and, you know, test the water, see what you need, if my services could be useful. So let me get this straight. <laughs> you want to be hired to do my job. I mean, your job seems to be more of a, uh, a entry person. Um, I don't think that my skills would be more suited for that. Uh, you see that these daggers that I have with the S on them? They are my name, which is Saul Freebo. I am a, an adventurer. I was just most recently hired by a, an Amadeus in Clifftide. I believe that I could uh, help you out. Her eyebrows go up. She says, oh... You work for Amadeus? Yes, he, he hired me to do a silly job. Uh, about halfway through, I realized it, it was a bit of a, uh, a trap, if you will. Um, I had a fight with a giant spider. I had to uh, escape. and Long, <laughs> long <laughs> story short. That does sound yes. like him. No, I, uh, I made my way north, and uh, I heard some people talking about the Aquarian delegation. Okay. So I figured I could... Uh, just come and see if my services were useful. The independent adventuring, uh, you know, the freelance life, the taxes are very terrible at the end of the year. So I figured maybe going legit would be good. Okay. Well, we are looking for some help with the uh, uh, on the observation deck. And you know Amadeus. Uh, yes. So that's yes, good. Yes, he hired me. Well, that... We can... Put that down in your interview. Hold on. Just wait right here. And she goes through the door. And you're standing in this sterile, rectangular white room with this fan turning very slowly and ineffectively up above you. Dodge. In the alleyway, you are looking out westward and Neela Hoem has just said to you there she is you don't see anything you just see the horizon framed by the buildings that make that create this alley but you feel just in the pit of your stomach like somebody is looking directly into your eyes <clears throat> So what's it going to be, lady? Talk or fat? There she goes. And all of a sudden, this 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 kind of weight, this intensity, this tension in your muscles just kind of dissipates. You can't explain it, but you, at this point, just feel like you're standing in an alley talking into the air. So I'm standing, like, behind a... <clears throat> like by a, a wooden barrel. 
Yeah, I mean, just picture a stereotypical alley full of junk and water and garbage. And you're standing kind of... You would position yourself behind these old, empty, broken barrels. I'm going to take my dagger out and just stick it, like, slam it into the top of this barrel. Mm -hmm. Yes! Establish dominance! All right, now listen here. You said we was partners, okay? Next time we got some type of dumb shit like that going on, I need some details from you. I need a little bit more information. If you want this to be a partnership, you need to turn the talking on at a more convenient and reasonable time. Otherwise, I could just drop you in the ocean. We right here. No, don't do that. That would be bad for both of us. I don't see how it would be so bad for me. You'd mi- I guarantee you'd miss me. <laughs> I promise I'll do better. We'll see about that. Put it back in my in the sheath. No, I probably <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna just keep trying to find rat folk shit. Okay. Yeah, so you make your way uh further down and uh at one point you see uh tobacco smoke kind of billowing out of a building and there's kind of a group of people hanging out in front of this tiny little storefront or not even storefront just this this hanging out in front of one of these rows of buildings you see a sign over top of it that says the darkened corner this looks like a hot bam this looks looks like like my kind of spot yeah are you going inside oh yeah absolutely yeah you get some eyes from, and some pretty serious looks from, you know these types. <clears throat> You've been around these types. You're not phased by it, I would imagine. No. But uh, these are the types that are ready for trouble. Sizing me up. Yeah. And you can see you're... you're Just give him a wink. You're kind of like zoom in, like slow time camera, like time stop camera just like identifies weapon in the boot weapon in the hilt or mm-hmm. weapon in the belt you know uh you're just you're just taking stock of all these different kind of threats as you walk in this place is just it's a cloud of smoke it's raucous with laughter and the clinking of glasses and the slamming of steins on tables and the creaking of chairs and tables and floorboards. Behind the bar is a very simple arrangement of four kegs kind of turned on their sides with their taps facing out. Uh, A a little female halfling running around uh, pouring drinks and laughing with patrons. What do you do? No rat folk. No. Are there any games of chance being played? Funny you should ask. In the back corner of this pub is a table with some rather upset-looking dock workers sitting with a halfling that you recognize. (laughs) 
Okay. You recognize this halfling because he caused quite a scene at the Falconeer. He's having a better day. I take it. He is. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go play. Okay. So you walk up to the table, uh, just as one of uh, this big hulking human male just like throws his coin down on the table. Kung, 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 all these coins. He says, "Fuck this shit. Fucking cheat." This halfling's like, <laughs> "Ah, sore loser." You walk up to the table, and everyone kind of stops and looks at you. Sore loser takes one to no one, I guess, huh? I'll sit down at the table. He says, wait a second. I know you from somewhere. I don't think you know me at all. Hmm. I, I got it. I saw you at the Falconeer. How'd you get here so fast? That was only like three days ago. We're both here, ain't we? Not in my ways. I have mine. <laughs> okay. You want to play? We're playing Bones. Five dollar Annie. Five? I'm sorry. What's a dollar? Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Five gold Annie. How much do I have on me? You tell me, man. <clears throat> My character sheet says 19. Let's go with that. Um, I'm just going to drop 10 on the table. Ah, showing off, huh? Well, it's going to be mine anytime, uh, you know, soon anyway, so have a seat there. I'm going to be, uh, I'm not even going to like, what is this? A dice game? Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be like zoning my attention into him entirely. Okay. Like, I'm going to go about like the mechanics with my body, with like the bottom parts of my body of playing the game, but I'm just never going to not be looking at this guy. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so let's just fast track this a little bit, please. Um, go ahead and roll. Um, let's just do a raw D20 roll raw. to see how well you do raw. in this game against roll the white one. this guy. What does that say? 11. 11? Yeah. Well, for uh, old Maurice here, I rolled a three. Tight. Mm. So I'm going to say that after a few rounds, it comes down to just you and him. And you push it all in, and you win this roll. And he he pulls out a dagger and says, That's it. You're a fucking cheat. And I, I knew this. I knew it when I saw you with the fucking Falconeer. This is my money. And he starts grabbing the money. I'm going to just reach over and smash his head into the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to fight. <clears throat> I'm going to fight this guy. Okay. You give me a, give me a strength roll. Strength? 
Or dex. I'll let you do dex. Oh, okay, cool. To see how... <laughs> that's, a, that's a natural 20. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> yes. New that dice, might be baby. your first time in the history of the podcast. We are rolling my dice. Yeah. <laughs> New dice, baby. He, in slow-mo, he sees your hand come up, and he tries to pull his head away, but you were just too fast, and you slam his head down not into the table but into the pile of money itself yes. and coins like embed themselves in his face blood starts oozing out of these like just, just coins just stuck in his face He's, ah, 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 and everyone in the bar just starts scooting tape scooting chairs scooting chairs back from tables glasses are cracking for you don't even know why and just a raucous uh, emerges behind you you can hear all the sound but you are zoomed in on this one guy that's my money ah, ah, just fucking take it man just take it alright and you feel a hand on your shoulder and you hear a voice say oh causing trouble here as well huh uh, I'm sorry. And you turn, and you see a face that you recognize. What is it with this fucking city? You see the face of, you're not sure which one. It's either Yasmina or Yosefina. Yeah. One of Hans's henchmen from the tower. I'm going to stab her in the stomach. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> this is how it happens. <laughs> Let's I'm sorry, but you did this. <laughs> Let's roll initiative on that. Mm, I think that's a 10. Okay. Yeah, she rolled a 4. <sighs> Hot dice, baby. What are you using? I'm using the dagger. You're using the dagger? The dagger. All right. The only dagger that I carry, I am using. Go ahead and make an attack roll. That's probably not going to hit. It's a five. It's a raw five. You roll the five plus, plus whatever. Yeah, nine. She reaches down and grabs your wrist as you try to thrust toward her. And she kind of tucks her torso back and says, <laughs> I'm not here to cause trouble. Unlike you. Now, listen, <clears throat> where I'm from, being robbed from isn't uh, considered trouble causing. That's more of a being on the aggrieved side of trouble. Whereas this rapscallion here. He's already, he's ran, he's ran off. Maurice has ran off. That little piece of shit. Um, she says, I knew I recognized you when you came in. What are you doing here in town? Uh, why don't you answer that question first? Give me persuasion persuasion roll. I think okay. that's a Yeah, 22. you rolled a 15 plus whatever modifiers you had. 22. She, she still got her hand clenched tightly on your wrist. And she says, Hans's money <laughs> dried up, as it were. You could say it was incinerated. I'm going where the money is. All right, so no hard feelings? <clears throat> I'm guessing you're here grinding out just like me. 
I mean, you can see this pile of money. This ain't grinding. Come on. Buy me a drink and we can talk. All right. Rich man. I mean, hey, settle down. I'll buy you a drink, but don't get any ideas. And she looks over her shoulder and says, be careful who you show this money to. This isn't a safe place for either of us. Do you think it's my first time out on the streets? <laughs> no. Yon Yon and Biggle. Arvo has just accused you of being a liar. And he says, <laughs> Sorry. Look, uh... <clears throat> I'm trying to be kind to the tourists here as they come through. But we should talk. That's what I wanted from the very beginning. Where did you get this? I told you, I made it in my workshop. And then you smashed it with a screwdriver. <laughs> no, he didn't jam the screwdriver into the dragonfly. Oh, okay. He just into the table. I had some questions about its functionality that I was hoping to talk through with someone here. That's and why he, you're playing such hardball here. You're trying... <laughs> I'm sorry. You're trying to tell me that you made this? Do I look like a tourist? I'm a gnome, for God's sake. <laughs> he says, only one person made these. And who would that be? Well, he doesn't work here anymore. Well, that and sounds he, like a personal problem. And his eyes kind of go to the spot on the wall. I'm going to follow his eyes. Yeah, and you see what Yon Yon saw earlier, which is on this wall where all the framed pictures of all these different people that ostensibly are members of the guild. There's this one spot where it looks like a picture once hung mm -hmm. that like there's just damage to the wall. Mm. Like, so uh, like it looks like almost fire damage. Interesting. So uh, how could something like this go missing if I wasn't the one who made it? <laughs> Okay, uh, <clears throat> look, uh, maybe we got off on the wrong foot. How about tonight we meet for a drink? Well, that sounds great. You, Biggle, was it? <laughs> and Yon Yon the wizard? Mm-hmm. Orville, right? Uh... Arvel. Arvo. Arvo. Arvo, in keeping with my tradition of naming dwarves after composers. Arvo. Arvo Park. Keep the tradition alive. Yeah. I just want to ask one question. You see, I'm confused as to why you're speaking in such a sinister tone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you came about this item. Well, that's for me to explain and you to find out, huh? Yeah, so maybe we should have a drink, you and I, Biggle. Well, that sounds great. That's what I was trying to, you know, request when I first came in. But you got this security door. You got this uh, gruff, dwarf-like attitude, you know, hiding behind your big desk and your big beard. And now, you all you know, are three feet tall, by the way. Uh, he says... On that note, I was thinking maybe Biggle, just you and I could meet tonight at uh, 
at the Thistledown Lounge. The Thistledown Lounge, huh? Uh, go ahead and roll intelligence, Biggle, to see if you remember this place from your your brief time in. That's uh, an eight. Okay. Yeah, you don't recall it. The name sounds vaguely familiar, but uh, you've never been there. Well, you know, normally late at night, I don't, uh, I don't tend to go out without accompaniment. You know, being a gnome and such in a world like this. But uh, you know, perhaps I could make a change of plans. Mm-hmm. Shortly after sundown. We'll meet, uh, <laughs> we'll just go, uh, we'll go to the Thistledown, and you can tell me. Because, you know, I'm stuck here. In case, and then all of a sudden the door opens, and um, a little human family, a little human family walks in. Welcome! Welcome to the French Work Skilled, friends. Meet me at the Thistledown later. <laughs> do, you, I, do you mind if I look around? I'm still pretty intrigued to be here. Oh, I'm sure you're intrigued to be here. He's putting on a face mm-hmm. for the people that just came in. and I'll take that as a no. Uh, no, uh, no, he's, 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 he's no. Uh, I'm s- sorry, I'm... <laughs> Thought I was being clear, but apparently I wasn't. Go ahead and look at anything in the room, but please don't touch and no magic. <laughs> Just for the safety of our young ones. So you guys going to look around the room? Yeah. 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 You see a number of items. Not the, uh, the most <laughs> ominous one is one of these little dragonfly constructs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a placard underneath it that says uh, messenger flyer. I definitely kept the one that I brought. And by the way, okay, I didn't leave that there. No, yeah, he would have let you take it. Okay, you also see, uh, you see the eggs, and uh, underneath it says teleportation eggs. Um, you see what looks like a small little ball peen hammer, but with like almost like a motor on the back of it to like automate the hammer. Um, this okay. is straight from fucking Simpsons uh, when Homer thought he was an inventor. <laughs> uh. You see, you see a number of things. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read them off to you. Um, you see a, a bag that has strange runes on it that says uh, "Bag of Chaotic Summoning." You see a, a tiny, tiny little window about six inches in square, and it says "One Way Window." Um, you see a tiny little tent that says "Portable Hut." You see the prestidigitation fan. You see a potion. That is green, greenish in color, and it has like a little spray nozzle, and it says uh, Plantasia Potion. Plantasia Potion? Mm-hmm. Plant grower. Yeah. And you see what looks like a giant music box with a crank. It says uh, Capture Box. Yan Yan, someday I want to have a place like this. Between you and me, I'm definitely going to have Dodge break in here. <laughs> So uh, yeah, you guys take all that in, uh, take all that in, yeah. and take all the stuff. Cool. We take it, yeah. We take <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You take all the stuff, especially um, the teleportation eggs. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking demonic summoning. Or <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that I said chaotic summoning, and your head went straight to demonic whatever, summoning. Dude. Chaos. Um, same thing. So yeah, you take all that in, and you have an appointment to meet uh, Arvo mm-hmm. at the Thistledown Lounge. Mm-hmm. Do I need to dress up? For um, this place? Like, what's the 
what's the deal? Is this like uh, a he would bar, uh, he would have told you, uh, yawn yawn. Sorry, <laughs> you can't. It's for it's for the wee ones only. That's fine. I don't want to really spend any time with you, anyways. <laughs> this is, I'm not really doing this for me. So no, you don't have to dress up, but you get, uh, he's giving you the impression that it's only for dwarves, halflings, and gnomes. Matthias, coming out of the door that she just went in uh, moments ago, this tiefling woman. And, I'm spinning a dagger on my finger. Badly. And, uh, badly? Yeah. Okay. It's like falling <laughs> and catching it. All right. She is. She comes out, and she's accompanied with a very tall and very gaunt half-elf. Mm. who says uh, to you, Oh, so you knew the dwarf Amadeus. This is great. We are looking for more uh, help on the observation floor. And what did you say your name was? Saul, was it? Yes, my name is Saul Freeball. Saul Freeball, what a great name. And uh, he's very uh, immaculately dressed. Hmm. Three of us in a room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this this all seems wonderful. Um, uh, is there a place that I sign up? Do we need to go through some interview? Well, let me give you a tour first. Oh, now this is this is wonderful. Uh, okay, may, may I ask your names, uh, co-workers? He says, "Oh, of course." <laughs> Sorry, I just made this character up, so I have to <laughs> come up with a name for him. He says. Oh, it's so great to meet you, Saul. Uh, my name is David. <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you as well, David. <laughs> what about Yavin? I had, to, I had to think about that one for way Yavin. too long. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a hard, that's a hard pause. That's a hard David. pregnant pause. David. <laughs> well, David, it is a pleasure to meet you. And this uh, our tiefling friend here? Oh, you give pay her no mind. No, this is fine food. Fine with me. Let us uh, I show me the floors. Yes, please follow me. Oh, this is excellent. Uh, and so he takes you down the hall. Uh, there, there is a long hallway that extends past this door, and on your left side is just a solid wall, but on your right side is a just a glass from floor, floor to ceiling, mm-hmm. and you can see a big room with all these different people sitting and looking at small little 10-inch round gems. They're just observing these gems, taking notes occasionally. It's a massive room. It's Well, not massive. I would say it's about 40 feet square. And he says, this is where he would be working on the observation. And I, I'm sorry if I wasn't clear this would be a temporary gig, just, um, you know, with respect to the delegation. No, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not working on one of the observation decks on the top of the buildings. Uh, no, the- those are private offices, oh. and I can't take you up, so I'm sorry. I mean, they, they looked fantastic from where I could <laughs> see. Yes, they did. Yes, yeah. no, they did. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have a question for you, though. Um, do you have any issue with the the uh the PWA, the People's Workers Army? Is it, uh, and he says, mm. <laughs> "So you know about the PWA?" So do you? I I am from Go- I'm from Go- Goldbridge. It's, I have some experience. Uh, I've seen them around. I just want to be sure that uh, we're not going to have any issue here in the Port of Legs. It seems to be an upstanding location. 
They are swine. <laughs> of course they are. No, no, clearly. <laughs> they clearly think that they are politically insightful, but their motivations and their philosophy is flawed from the core all the way up. Oh, it is very clearly yeah, flawed. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Oh, no, we understand each other. This is, <laughs> yes. so, this is so wonderful. Uh, so tell me then, uh, do I need to um, show up for work tomorrow? Is it... Is there a more that you would like to show me? Is there a uniform? Well, it's the application process and the background checks, of course. Oh, no, of course. Take about a week. A week? Yes. You have the delegation coming in 48 hours. But we are going to make an exception for you, so. Oh. Because you know the dwarf Amadeus. Yes, he, he very much employed me. Have you seen my daggers, though? They have an S on them for my name. Yes, we cannot allow weapons in here, unfortunately. Oh, well, do, would you like me to take them off now? No, you're fine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, okay, but so... But when you come to work tomorrow, clean, first thing in the morning... Clean as a whistle. Yes. First thing in the morning. Yes, so, uh, so then uh, first thing in the morning, like daylight or maybe a couple hours after, because I'm just, just, you know, little extra beauty sleep. We will start you as the swing shift, the morning swing shift. So two hours before. That is early. Okay. Um, I can. Sunrise. You know, I can. I can deal with that. That, that is uh, fair. Your flexibility is appreciated. No, your flexibility is appreciated. <laughs> so you fit as well here. I can see a big future for you in the security industry. I have always thought that I could be useful in the, the security industry. Uh, so then tell me, um, are there papers that I need to sign? Uh, the blood that I need to give? Um, I don't know. But <laughs> I've been so far to the working world. It's, it's strange for me. Yes, well, we'll, we'll have you sign the papers in this room over here. Um, the employment agreements, your W-2s and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that there's a, a non-disclosure agreement and as he's, well. And he's kind of walking you down the hall, yeah. uh, and he opens a room, and uh, and he says, yes, Justin, here's your papers. And uh, there is a small desk uh, with some papers laid out, mm-hmm. and uh, he ushers you into the room, and he shuts the door behind him, and he says... So now we have you, Matthias, of the PWA. Jesus Christ. You walked right into our trap. Well, you know. Did you really think that that, that I was that foolish? So that I would not recognize you from your shenanigans (sighs) in Goldbridge? Really? will be to the jail for you soon. That is fair. Um, yes, I guess. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Kill him, dude. You seem Kill to uh, have me at a how you say uh, the bind. Uh, but the the big mistakes that you made, and I throw a dagger. Get him. The old classic, just trailing <laughs> off in a conversation to throw the dagger at the throat. 
And that's going to do it for this week. Ooh, boy. Uh, sounds like Matthias has passed. Caught up with him real quick. How's this dagger throw going to work out for him? And what's with this dwarf, Arvo, at the Wrenchworks Guild? What does he know about this dragonfly construct that Biggle has? And who does Dodge's dagger keep saying is following them? And will the party ever make it back to Jimpy's in time for dinner? To find out, tune in next time for Episode 7 of The Future Criminals. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, the best way to do so is to become a patron. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Dice Boys Podcast and become a supporter at whatever tier you'd like. Uh, huge thanks to everyone who has done so already. You all absolutely fucking rule. And uh, spoiler alert... Thanks in no small part to your support. We've not only begun recording sessions for season four, but we've also started recording some patron-exclusive bonus content. So um, y'all are really helping to uh, to cast grease on the gears, as it were. Um, thanks again to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off the album Broken Machine. Also, special thanks to Jared, the Sonata Slinger Kessler, for all his hard work in music composition, editing, post-production, and just all-around good vibe generation. And as always, thanks to everyone out there for all the games that you're playing, for the moments that you're making, and the stories that you're telling. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play.